This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, July 6th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. California Bulls Carbon Capture. Bill inspired by Prop 12 dropped. And USDA continuing some work under debt relief. Carbon sequestration bill advances despite ag opposition. A Senate committee last week passed a climate bill aimed at reducing greenhouse gases and sequestering carbon in natural and working lands. The measure would identify the financial incentives, market needs, and potential regulatory fixes for meeting a 2045 carbon reduction goal. Farm groups appreciated recent amendments but remained opposed to the bill. The California Farm Bureau's Taylor Roshan argued the carbon goal should be based on what's economically and technologically feasible, among other considerations. What's agronomically feasible will be really important, considering the dramatic changes we'll see in land use patterns, crop diversity, and certainly water scarcity, added Roshan, stressing the carbon reductions should be through a voluntary approach. Holding other states to California standards will have to wait. Assemblymember Eduardo Garcia of Coquitella has pulled a measure that would hold imported produce to California's pesticide and labor standards. The bill has missed two critical policy committees and will likely not advance this year. The measure gained the support of farm worker interest and some growers, but divided farm groups that have members outside California. Garcia had made the case that Prop 12 on animal confinement had set a legal precedent for setting such restrictions on imported products. On that note, a Buy California bill has also been shelved for the year. The measure would have required all state institutions to purchase California-grown products ahead of others. The state currently mandates 5% of those purchases go to local producers. A similar bill had proposed a 25% purchase preference, but it was abandoned so efforts could be considered into one piece of legislation. FDA releases Cyclospora Action Plan. An action plan released by the Food and Drug Administration will serve as a strategic guide to improve prevention, enhance response activities, and fill knowledge gaps about the presence of cyclospora in and on foods, the agency said last week. FDA formed a task force in 2019 in response to rising case numbers and the emergence of cyclospora contamination in domestically grown produce. In addition to the development of educational materials and outreach, FDA said it is, quote, working with industry to encourage the development of rapid test kits to specifically detect cyclospora to better facilitate industry testing and root cause analysis activities. The plan also focuses on expanding laboratory capacity to sample and test for cyclospora. Court wants to hear more on government's prep work for debt relief payments. The Agriculture Department says it plans to conduct preparatory work on the debt relief program for socially disadvantaged farmers following an order from a federal judge in Texas stopping USDA from providing payments. USDA responded in court Friday to U.S. District Judge Reed O'Connor's July 1 order 
saying that while it had not been making any payments, it had been sending them offer letters to enable prompt payments if later permitted, and it was continuing to do so. In response, Okana ordered the plaintiffs in the case, including Texas Ag Commissioner Sid Miller, to respond by yesterday, July 5th, to the government's notice indicating whether they are injured in the government's continued use of race and ethnicity and preparatory steps. O'Connor said although his July 1 order requires the government to act without consideration of race or ethnicity for any applicants to the debt relief program, it did not directly address the government's use of race and ethnicity in identifying and noticing loan holders who may be eligible for debt relief but have yet to apply. O'Connor's injunction was the third such order issued by federal courts blocking payments under the $4 billion program approved in the American Rescue Plan. The judge also certified two classes of producers in the case, those white farmers holding direct or guaranteed loans and those who are, quote, all white or mostly white who are encountering discrimination from USDA on account of their race. Global poultry market rebounding, Rabobank says. A new Rabobank report says reopening of economies around the world as vaccination levels accelerate in developing countries and increase in emerging markets is contributing to an improved global outlook for the poultry industry. Strong local market conditions are expected in the U.S., Mexico, Japan, and Russia, while Europe and South Africa are expected to see better conditions due to stronger demand and in Europe lower production, the report says, that according to a summary from Rabobank. Global trade has been highly impacted by COVID-19 with quarterly trade volumes down by 5 to 10 percent, Rabobank said. Improved market conditions in Europe, Northeast Asia and Mexico will help trade flows to recover in these regions. Here's today's She Said It. The farm sector is in the process of making some pretty tough decisions and some are asking the most basic questions like, do I grow anything? That California Farm Bureau policy advocate Taylor Roshan, she described how growers are stepping out of a pandemic, slipping into a drought, grappling with labor shortages, and anticipating wildfire issues. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, July 6th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.